This is IQMZ Tech, episode 11, recorded Sunday, the 4th of November, 2018. Hello and welcome to IQMZ Tech, the show where we talk about some of the biggest tech news stories with people who are passionate about all things electronic. Yo, what up? I'm your boy, NJJ Stone, a.k.a. O-Doctor, coming from you with my super illustrious webcam. Oh, it, it, it is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Uh, and I'm Anthony Lemos, a.k.a. Ethan Kane, <laughs> a.k.a. Dameless Amos. How come every time I record this show, my wife is away on a trip or something? I, I, I see a trend. I see it's a trend. Because I want you all to myself, Boo Bear. That's how we do zip. Uh, That's right. I, I, I could I could find better company, but there's definitely worse. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, people are getting their hands on the new Mac Mini and MacBook Air models announced last week. Both models are are significant upgrades to the previous versions. The Air finally gets a Retina screen and Touch ID, eighth gen i5 processors, up to 16 gigabytes of RAM and a 1.5 terabyte of SSD storage. The new Mini gets Thunderbolt 3 quad and hexa-core processor options up to 64 gigabytes of RAM and 2 terabytes of storage. What do you think about these? Man, as a proud owner of a Mac Mini, it's my last holdout for Mac products besides the iPad and the iPhone that I use. The, the last computer I have is a Mac Mini, and I always thought to myself, oh, when they finally upgrade, I'll probably upgrade this upgrade is tremendous. This upgrade is great, but this upgrade breaks your balls in the price point. Oh <laughs> my God. Like, so I have the, the server edition, which was nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Anything you touch on this Mac mini jumps the price up dramatically. Right. Instantly. Anything you change from the seven ninety nine start price point. Yeah. Yeah, it maxes out at about two grand if you'd get all the options for everything, which is no longer a Mac Mini. That's now a, a, almost a Mac Pro. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it, it's got the process. So I've got a I've got a 2010 Mac Mini, which is my first Mac, and I got a 2014 Mac Mini, which is the one that everyone hated right after it came out, which I ordered it when it first came out. Um, the 2010 is faster than 2014. It it runs Plex better, which is what it's doing right now. It's a dedicated Plex server, and. It's just overall a better computer, even though the 14 has supposedly faster processor, twice the RAM, and a bigger hard drive. I'm excited about this because it returns it to four cores. It gets it some a little oomph to it. Even the base model is way better than the 14 model. Yeah. So. Um, it's just. Uh, <laughs> the price point. Like, it's just like, oh, man. So I. I didn't even know if I was going to sell mine or not, which I should have sell mine regardless just to get rid of it yeah. at this point. Um, but man alive, the price is just the greed in my mind of wanting more Ram or wanting the better processor yeah. is just like, wow, everything you touch jumps up starting point $400 extra. Yeah. To which point I might as well get a laptop. Well, here's the thing, though, is the 14 model was the first year they soldered in the RAM, so you couldn't upgrade the RAM. The hard drive is still uh, upgradable, but no one knows until they're released this coming Friday, I think, or this Wednesday. Uh, no one's seen the internals, so we don't know if it's soldered in, if it's if it's replaceable, user-upgradable RAM, how the hard drive slash SSD is, is situated in there. That will be the key to this, because if you can buy a 799 Mac 
uh, four core i5 processor. It runs pretty decent the way it is. Th- put your own RAM in there at a, at a steep discount. Upgrade the hard drive yourself to a nice SS- or SSD. This is still a viable option for an entry-level Mac. But, yes. but you're not going to have Apple com- configure it for you because as soon as you do, like you said, it no longer it's no longer viable as, a, as an entry-level anything. And that's if... So yeah. I, I'm reserving all bets until I see it cracked open, which is why I haven't sold mine yet. Yeah, because I don't want to upgrade mine again. It runs like a champ. It's my music server, and I go in there to do a couple of Mac things that I like to do, like I use Aperture and stuff like that. So I'm just like, oh, gosh, seven ninety nine. But uh, if I can't upgrade it myself, I don't want it. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Now the new iPad Pro was also announced last week and is showing significant. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We didn't talk about the MacBook Airs finally oh. having a Retina display. Oh yeah, uh, whoopee! Sixteen gigs of RAM, whoopee! So I have a MacBook Air, and the only problem I have with it is the fact that it didn't have a Retina display. That was the only upgrade I needed. Everything else is just sauce. But the entry price went up as well. Yes. So again, it's not an entry level MacBook anymore. It's now. Anything over $1,000 cannot be considered entry-level. Anything. No. No. Cameras, drones, cars, like nothing can be considered entry-level if it costs more than $1,000. Yeah, and the you're base, at the prosumer level. Now. Yeah. Yeah. The base model on on this is, uh, what, $1,199? So, damn it. Again. I, I don't know. I, again. Okay. I just wanted to bring that up because we didn't say anything about it. <laughs> Next. Uh, the new iPad Pro announced last week is showing significant upgrade results as well with Geekbench score nearly double those of the original iPad Pro and rivaling the 2018 MacBook Pro i7s. Not exactly Apple Dapples, but impressive nonetheless. The new iPad Pro also switches from Lightning to USB-C, now has up to one terabyte storage, and brings with it the second generation Apple Pencil. This is where my my lust peaked because I've got an um, iPad pro the first one that came out the 12.9. I love it. I use the pencil all the time. I use it to take notes. I use it to enter appointments. I use it for another computer to sit here and do iMessage with when I'm on my windows machine, which is my main production machine. Um, This has me excited, but the price point once again does not. First of all, how embarrassing is it? that this iPad is quote unquote almost as powerful as your MacBook Pro. <laughs> How embarrassing is it for you as a as Apple to make a $3000 laptop and it's almost the same as an iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. That's a problem first and foremost out of the gate. Yeah. Secondly, I still have an iPad Air 2. That's how little, and I have an iPad mini 1. Mm. That's how little upgrades to iPads matter to me in my life and the way that I'm living it. Mm. But this iPad, the one that's almost better than a MacBook Pro, (laughs) I can get a baby MacBook Pro for my Photoshop for quote unquote under $1,000. This is where it's at. Um, as, as As you have a Pro already, Shoot yourself if you get another one, uh, unless you're going to trade that one in, sell it, and get something for it. But uh, me not having one, this is the perfect time for me to step my foot back yeah. into the iPad world. Well, th- this is – so my my thought process on that is if I can get Audition 
on the iPad Pro, which I know no one said anything about. No one knows it's coming or anything else. Like that's just a, a dream. But if I could get audition on the iPad Pro, I would no longer need my MacBook Pro. Yep. Which means I can pass my MacBook Pro on down to someone else or keep it as my secondary, which is what my MacBook Air is right now. It's the one that I can just grab and throw in a bag and take with me if I just happen to need a computer. Um, my iPad Pro that I have now, I would pass down to one of my or one or all of my artistic daughters that love to draw and everything else would, would love to have the pencil action and everything else on it. Um, but if I can, if I can get, cause it's already got, it's already getting Photoshop. It's already got a version of premiere that I'd be able to use for all the workload that I have. If I can get audition on an iPad pro I'm sold, I'm getting it. Um, and I, I, this one device will eliminate two others that I have in my repertoire right now. So that is, that's the, you know, and I'll pass those, pass those down to, to, to the kids. But yeah, that's, that's where I'm at with it. But again, the price, I mean, the one I have right now cost me $1,500. It's the highest storage that they had, the 512. It's the LTE model. I got the pencil with it. I mean, but I, I use it a lot. Like it's, it's one of my main computers. Um, but did you need the LTE? Did you need it? It's it's actually coming very handy because you, you have to figure it's not just a larger screen. It's also a larger antenna. So in situations where I don't get very good reception and I need to get on the Internet, the iPad Pro typically, not always, but typically gets better reception than my iPhone 10. And that alone has made that a very worthwhile endeavor. Yeah, this I'm getting this 11 inch iPad Pro. Yeah. And just the fact that it charges out, just the fact that you can, they said you could have cameras up to it. I can't imagine somebody not coming out and putting up audition for this. Right. I, I can't imagine them not doing it. And if they don't do it, they're going to get bombarded requests to do it. And then it will happen. I'm surprised that they haven't already gotten a lot of requests. Um, but yeah, hooking up your camera to it and being able to charge your phone from it, like using it as a backup battery for your phone. Come on. Like there's, these are, these are significant differences in the iPad line. If you're an iPad user. Yes. Can you you imagine hooking up your DSLR to it and importing the the photos over USB C speeds? And I might even do the, the, um, the crackhead purchase of, buying it through my cell phone provider and just paying 20 bucks a month for it <laughs> so that I won't feel the actual pain <laughs> oh. of purchasing it. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, I, I, I why, broke free why, from why, contracts and I'm, I'm not willing to go back. Well, for somebody who's got an LTE iPad Pro, this is exactly what you need to do so that you don't just burst your whole bubble. Yeah. Look, I, I just bought a NAS. One. I just bought a NAS, so this is not uh, this is not not in my near future anyway. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm, I'm over here dreaming. I'm just trying to uh, decide if I want the bigger one or the smaller one. You want the bigger one? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Why it, are you talking to me like that? I don't really know what I'm, <laughs> Like, just, there, there's no point in having an iPad if you don't want the bigger screen. If you're going to go with the bigger screen, go with the biggest screen available. Just like the people <laughs> that bought the 15-inch uh, MacBook Pros back in the day when they had the 17-inch, why would you do that to yourself? Just get the because biggest the screen. Se- because the 17-inch was a hulk of a beast of a burden, yes. and it was so nice to have a 15-inch so I don't have to deal with it. And not for nothing, 
don't try to talk me into getting a 12.9. I don't want a 12.9. I want to be able to carry this thing around and not think about it mm. and flip de floop de floop. That's what I have a laptop for. I also have a laptop, bro. So I don't See. really need. See, if I, I'm telling you, if I got, if Audition came to the iPad Pro, I would replace my laptop with my iPad Pro. That's the yeah. function, functionality I'm sitting at. And I still need a mouse. Oh no, I hate, I hate, I've got RSI issues anyway, so using the pencil is just way more comfortable. I don't, I, I've used the pencil, I've, I haven't used it extensively, so mm. I don't know how much editing video would feel using a pencil, and the that, whole pinching and scrubbing thing is like not really in my wheelhouse. Mm. Yeah, so. I, I haven't tried editing video very much, but when I have, it's been very comfortable, comfortable and uh, intuitive, so. I'm all about it. All right. All right. I'll, I'll try it. I'll give it a whirl. I, I have access to a Prizo or two. Um, but like I said, I, there's new ones in my future. I need that. Mm. Uh, what's up next? Uh, reports this week of Apple not announcing iPhone sales numbers uh, starting next quarter, resorting to revenue only reporting, having have analysis and uh, have analysts. Uh, what's the word? Analysts. There we go. I'm, mm. I can speak English now. Have analysts coming out of the woodwork to criticize Apple for their price hikes and lack of transparency. Others are saying that charging more for the devices to counter slowing sales and obfuscating the number of devices sold is logical and very smart for the company. What's your take? I've been saying this for years <laughs> lately. Uh, this is what I've said. Uh, somebody find it on Twitter and post it up. I said this four years ago. They do not innovate. They just incentivate, increasitate, and uh, double-tate the price of everything. That's all they're doing. <laughs> they're like, look, no more contracts. We need this money up front. We need it all straight cash, homie. And then every year they just raise the price of the device. And then, oh, we made XYZ this quarter because people don't – again, this iPad Pro, not for nothing, is the first one that me, a regular consumer, is like, okay, wow. This is a huge upgrade and difference because I've been using my iPad Air 2 and my iPad mini for the last, what, four or five years? Mm. And I don't have a problem. And you yeah. tell me that it's not fast enough? Well, guess what? Uh, Pornhub loads just quick on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I take my pictures with it just as fast. Like everything does what the iPad does. And uh, I, I haven't had an issue or a personal need uh, for another one. But now I do. So – for people like me, they're not getting money from someone like me. And I'm a technology person. I'm a gadget guy. I love wasting my money on things that I don't need. Mm -hmm. But they've had an issue because they're not innovating. So their whole thing was raise the price. So this article must have uh, heard me say it years ago. And they finally are on board. Uh, for the company's sake, this makes complete sense. Uh, because if you're going to be losing the numbers uh, that you're selling, you don't want that you don't, you don't want it to look like the market is, is going away because what really matters to investors is the money that you're bringing in. So yes. for the company, this makes complete sense as a consumer. I mean, you're already buying Apple, so you're kind of already bought into this. You're going to pay more for the same thing because it works better or it works more fluidly or whatever your personal excuse is. I buy Apple because I, I enjoy the interface and I think it's more fluid and the, the interoperability, interoperability is great, but that's just what I tell myself. Cause I want to spend more money on the, on the devices. So as a and consumer, not, I mean, it, I'm already signed you're up in a for cult. 
Yeah. yeah, you're in a cult, and yeah. it is what it is. And again, not for nothing, my iPad Air and my Mini still function fine. Right. Like, they still work great for a reason, because it is an Apple product. And that is one thing about when you spend that money, if you wanted not to upgrade, if you wanted to just live in that ecosystem that you've already purchased, you can do it for an extended period of time yep. with an Apple product. Uh, so, I mean, I get it. I understand it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way it is. So. Yeah. And this isn't, this isn't uncommon for the other sectors that the Apple's in anyway. They don't say how many apps they sold. They give you the revenue numbers from the app store. They don't say how many songs they sold. They, you know, they just give you the revenue from services and, and, uh, watches. They've never reported numbers on watches. That's always been a wild guess from analysts and everything else. So this kind of just folding Macs and phones into that same the same category of, well, this is the revenue that matters. That's what we're going to spit out there and let them guess and kind of figure out what they want with, with the rest. Of course, Ming Chi Kuo is going to come out with the actual numbers anyway, because no, the Apple can't keep nothing from that guy. Yeah. So it is what it is. It'll come out, make it do what it do. If you want to find it, you could always find it. But again, yeah. Apple just doing Apple things. Well, Google was just doing Google things. Uh, Google employees walked out this week in a worldwide protest against um, against treatment of women and lack of accountability for sexual harassment claims. The stories were highlighted in a New York Times article and included one instance where Andy Rubin, creator of the Android mobile operating system, was paid $90 million severance package after Google found merit in a harassment claim against him. This, this was in like, what, 12, 14 cities, something like that. Hundreds, if not thousands of, of Google employees walked out at a coordinated time at 11 o'clock AM local time. So by the time it hit San Francisco, they already knew it was coming because it already hit 11 o'clock local, each of the other time zones. What, I mean, this is, this is interesting. This is people taking matters and saying, you know what, this is how we are going to stand up to the company. I love this. I'm sure you have other thoughts. 90 million dollars. <laughs> not 10, no. not 20, no, not 50, uh-uh. not 60, Mm-mm. $90 million to not to go, show anymore, <laughs> to go away after you sexually harass someone. Now, let me tell you something. Forget a walkout. I need a buyout. I'm like, okay, if you could give this dude $90 million, every Google employee should get whatever that is divided down. I need a bonus in my check. I need you to put out $180 million right now because we deserve what he deserved because <laughs> you're just getting paid to go away. We, yeah. we should get paid to stay. And secondly, here's the situation. Racism is everywhere. Sexual harassment is everywhere. It's rampant. Now, now here's the thing you could do if you wanted to stop it. Stop paying $90 million to someone to go away. You know if you were getting severance checks? Like, not for nothing, I almost would like to walk up to somebody like, hey, let me touch your butt so they fire me and give me $90 million to go sit on a beach somewhere. Here's the the thing. The New York Times article said that there were uh, at least 48 other people that had been fired without a severance package of any sort 
but then this one person gets enough severage package for all of them combined. Um, and, and I, I saw this sign It's in the New York times article and I saw it and it's amazing. I'm going to share it with our video viewers. It says happy to quit for 90 million, no sexual harassment required. Exactly. Like I'm down. I, I, (laughs) all all that encompasses my joke of just how do you, it's so unfathomable that I, I really can't grasp it. And as, uh, you know, fathers to daughters and, you know, uh, semi-decent man. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Right. Uh, I, I'm not saying I'm not faulted, but I am saying that I quickly understand situations that I might have done wrong mm. and correct them in the moment. I've never been a serial repeat offender of making someone feel uncomfortable. Right. Once I say something, cause I joke a lot. So, you know, once I say something, it's like, Oh, you took that wrong. Cool story. I got it fixed won't do it again. Right. Um, uh, case in point, the little example of a story, I was speaking to a woman, we were telling, a telling her a joke about her name, and I said, I have a good joke, but it's inappropriate. Do you mind if I tell it to you? And she's like, no, go for it. And I told her, she's like, oh, that was smooth. That's funny. Blah, 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 blah. She's like, it's weird that you asked me if you could tell me first. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just that type of dude. And uh, I'm just not trying to go to jail today. I gotta, right. I gotta make sure that we're all kosher. But this is amazing because it's Google and Google's thing used to be do no harm. And we're about the, don't be the, evil. Don't be evil. And you do something like this yeah. to where again, $90 million. If this would have been under $10 million, nobody would have batted an eye. Right. But you put like, uh, again, I don't know how many employees they have. I should check that out. <laughs> it's just a staggering amount of money. To someone who's a creep. I, and the only thing that I can think of where this makes it even halfway okay is if there was some contractual obligation that if he was fired from the company, he got $90 million severance regardless of the cause. But if that's mm-hmm. the case, then you would say that. You would put that out there like right away. Hey, we legally had to pay him this money. It's not that we wanted to. And if that was the case, I need to know who his uh, attorney is. Right. Like I've seen all kinds of contracts with loopholes and NDAs and and nowhere does it have like it. Even if I mess up, you still got to pay me, brother. Like, come on, man. I just (laughs) applaud all the Google peoples for going out uh, and doing their little walkout and standing up to them. But you'd have been better served to just shut Google down. Like for all the walkout stuff. Go ahead and click a button on your way out and just turn Google off for like three yeah. hours. Yeah. That's that you you want you know how many people don't know about this walkout? A whole lot. Yeah. You know how many people know about the walkout if you did the walkout and hit the off switch on your way out the door for lunch? <laughs> Everybody be like, look, look, you hey Google, you better fix this sexual harassment stuff. Cause when I go to Google my uh Asian porn, I need to find out what's going on mm-hmm. in exactly. America. Yep. I got I got a porn theme lately because I I caught uh, an adult friend uh, watching porn and I was like what are you doing he's like nothing I was like you watch porn he's like somebody sent it to me now granted somebody did send it to me on Facebook and it was really weird but I got porn on my, my brain because I'm like why would you send porn who sends porn on Facebook and right. people just do weird things uh, uh, but check Google down that's how you do it eighty five thousand employees according to Wikipedia in the first quarter of 2018. So, okay. And, and that's so, Google employees, not Alphabet employees, the parent okay. company. So, 
Yeah. So, so how much? What's that divided by ninety million dollars? Like, how much could you have paid each one of them? That's like a lot of money. I don't. I can't do the math real quick. But I mean, you could have just ninety. It's just so much money. I can't get over the the dollar amount. Uh, we can flip to the next story unless you want to no, walk I, out on me I, right now. For I, I, I got to do this math. Oh, good, 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 good. Uh, let me that's, talk about. That's a thousand dollars a person. Easy. $1,000 a person. You could have said, hey, I'll pay you a G if you don't walk out the door today. <laughs> like, seriously. And you could have shut this whole. That's how insane that is. You could yeah. shut the whole cookie operation down. But they didn't. Ah. Okay. So let's get into Facebook's mess a little bit since you missed, since you missed, t- talked about them. A Pew Research report indicates Americans are changing their Facebook usage en masse. From the report, quote, just over half of Facebook users 18 and older say they have adjusted their privacy settings in the past 12 months, according to the, new, to, to the survey. Around 4 in 10 say they have taken a break from checking the platform for a period of several weeks or more. And a quarter say they have deleted the Facebook app from their cell phone. All told, some 74% of Facebook users say they have taken at least one of these three actions in the past year. Politics, politics, politics. Shout out to Justin Robert Young. <laughs> if you don't know about this podcast, you can go check that out on uh, JustinRYoung.com. But let me tell you that the main reason that Facebook has the issue that it has is politics. Yeah. People are upset, sad, mad, and racially biased. And Facebook is the breeding ground for hate, love, and and torture. People are losing their jobs because they're dumb enough to wear blackface on Halloween because of Facebook. Facebook is uh, destroying all kinds of people's lives and mostly the dumb and ignorant, but it's still scary for the people who are moderately dumb and ignorant. <laughs> you know, the semi-racist is scared to go on the internet and the youth is like, who wants to go online? They're talking about politics and racism all day long. I'm just trying to hook up with Becky and Becky's not even on Facebook right now. So right. I'm going to go to the gram and Snapchat and hope that she doesn't delete this picture <laughs> in an hour. But Facebook but, is Facebook. But Facebook is fixing things, right? It's getting better, isn't it? My aunt, who's 67 years old and doesn't know much, she should be a prime candidate for Facebook, is telling me how evil Facebook is and how she doesn't <laughs> check it anymore and how she hates Facebook. She's telling me about updates from her grandson, my cousin, who hasn't posted in a week, and she's finally telling me stuff that happened a week ago. That's how little she's going on Facebook. Facebook is losing people. I, the only thing I don't believe about that status is the people that who are deleting um their accounts. I don't believe about that. Well, I, it, I don't. It, it says they're deleting it from their cell phone. It doesn't say anything about actually closing okay. the account. So that okay. that could be a matter of trying to focus because there's also a big push right now of people trying to eliminate distractions during their day. So taking Twitter off or taking Facebook off and taking games <laughs> off their phones, things like that, because it is becoming a, a massive distraction. But that doesn't mean they're actually de- deactivating their accounts. Shout out to Apple's screen time function. Oh, right. wow. I spent how much time on Facebook? <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Yeah. Oh, this brother. Will, it will be interesting when they report their numbers, when Facebook reports their usage numbers, how the metric has changed. Because there were over 2 billion active monthly users before. And let's see if that starts creeping down a little bit, if, it's, if, that, if it changes at all. However, responding to a Vice News report that Facebook political ads 
uh, tool could be ma- manipulated, Business Insider ran a pair of fake ads on the social social media platform, claiming to be a paid for by the ba- uh, claiming to be paid for by the band consultancy firm Cambridge Analytica. The ad- ads ran for two days to a limited audience before being pulled by Facebook for policy violations. They're not getting better. And if they are, it's only marginally so. They're still not stopping the crap. When you say that you're you're buying an ad and it's being paid for by a company that you have banned because it brought you down and, and hit you right in the gut, but this still happens, like are you how how much effort are you really putting into this? But it's gonna take money. <laughs> A whole lot of spending money <laughs> is going to take plenty of money to do oh. it right, child. Hold on. It's going to take time. Facebook, a whole lot of time. <laughs> they need that money, brother. They're taking money from everybody. They can say that they want to stop the Russians and the aliens and the Martians and the Analyticas all they want to. But all they care about is that sweet cash. Yeah. So... <laughs> Until I see, and this is one of those things where I hate the government because I don't want them to get involved, but there's no one to regulate them and they still live in the wild west and they need this money. So bottom line, again, this is one of the reasons people have an exodus from Facebook because they also know that they're being corrupted in ways that they can't tell, see, smell, hold. They can't grasp who actually is manipulating them and people are just trying to get away from Facebook, but they have to, Facebook has to take this money. Yeah. They, ha- they need the money and, and they have to take it from everywhere they can get it. After reporting, uh, increased, uh, increased costs of, of, um, battling fake news and lower, uh, revenue from advertisements. This, I'm going to show the, the Facebook, uh, stock trajectory. This is what happened. Like they've gone from almost $225 a share Right now, it's sitting at just a hair over $150 a share. They've lost over a quarter of their value in the last, what, three or four months? Uh, Quote the song that I just sang. (laughs) Uh, It's going to take money. They need it. So I I don't know what else they could do. Uh, They're trying to get into the dating and stuff like that. What they need to do is like charge 25 cents or 10 cents to post on Facebook marketplace and get some sweet cash coming in the door that way. I don't, I don't know how they're not getting, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to try to pretend to be Facebook's financier because Facebook has never made a whole lot of sense to me other than it's just not good for me. So I'm, I'm one of the people that are using it less and less often. Uh, And when I do use it, I use it very (laughs) focused. Yeah, Hater. well, I mean, I'm not going to deny it. Not denying it. So what does Facebook need then? What, what is? How can they turn this around? I, I just told you, the Facebook Marketplace is jumping. They, they finally started putting in um, real sales pages, I guess, that people promote and they put on there that they're selling things. But they need to just say, hey, you know, eBay is going to charge you 20% or whatever when your sale goes through. We're just going to charge you... 25 cents to post yeah. whatever you're putting up here. Just start undercutting eBay and, uh, yeah. And everything yeah. else. Yeah. Because most of the time on Facebook, you, you end up meeting up with the people. Sometimes you do have a transactional situation where you do it digitally and you go through the mail, but a lot of it is like yard sale type of situations. But if just imagine 
if they just put 25 cents on something that has hundreds of thousands of millions of users using it. Yeah. Straight income. Boom. Right there. Hmm. Which I assume they're going to do at some point, but they need to turn that hose on now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a fire hose. Ever since the uh, Mark Zuckerberg and uh, company appeared in front of Congress, it's just just chatting with friends and, and looking at the market results, everything else the, Facebook's finding their stopping point. It, something's, something's not going v- very well over there, especially with the, the CEOs of previous companies that they bought out are finally leaving the company. Um, yeah, it's not looking good over there, man. The rats are starting to jump. Hey, it's dangerous. It's dangerous, but we don't have a Facebook replacement yet. So do we need uh, one? Okay. Punch yourself in the face. Of course we need one. <laughs> Why? Just because, just because you think you're holier than now and special. I <laughs> need someone to tell me which friends I should and shouldn't see and who I should and shouldn't care about. Okay? I need that in my life. Mm. I can't wait till somebody comes back with a top eight. Come on, new Facebook. <laughs> I need you. Where's Tom? Uh, we need him. Come off yeah. the island, Tom. Tom, come back. So you're saying this is MySpace's moment. Like they should be jumping in on this right now. Oh, well, MySpace is done. This is Tom's moment. <laughs> Tom, come back. I don't care what you call it, but just come back. If he, if Tom made an app right now, you tell me people wouldn't sign up for it. Uh, yeah, he was probably. Every, he was everybody's first friend, bro. <laughs> he was your first digi friend. Yo, put in the comments, would you come back and try an app if Tom from MySpace created something new? Same white t-shirt, same doofy smile, sitting on a rock. I bet you you would. Uh, I bet you would. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You would do it. Well, you would do it. If, if you have jumped from the Facebook uh, uh, quagmire um, and you've got some other places that you're, that you're surfing on the internet, where can they find you, a.k.a. Uh, Facebook lover? Uh, oh, doctor. Wait, D O C T A H. I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to stab you repeatedly for trying to talk about me on Facebook, but I'm going to let you slide because I don't know if you can tell. I don't have my webcam up. I ain't got my makeup on. I'm super tired and lethargic. No eagles today to pump, pump me up. So I'm just here at your own mercy. So go ahead and run me over. Where can people find you out on the internet before I disconnect your cable? <laughs> <laughs> at Ethan Kane, E T H A N C A I N E. Good times. Oh, great day and Alonzo morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye.